0: Good morning, Mike Broomhead. Good morning, Jamie. Uh, are you surviving? You like, do you like this rain? I do, but I'm an Arizona girl. Yeah. So I never complain about rain. I don't eat. You know, it's in, I moved here because it didn't rain. I, I came from a place where it rained so much in oh, Southwest yeah, Florida. Yeah. And now, like every other Arizonan, I videotape it out the window when it's a bad storm. <laughs> I, you know, I dance in the rain. It's like, there oh my gosh, go. it's raining. So yeah. I think I'm officially in Arizona now after 28 years. I think so. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Good morning, everyone. Uh, outside side of the rain, make sure you lock it here at KTAR because we're going to keep you informed about the roadways and all the updates. And uh, so you take it easy getting into wherever you are. The roads are wet. People drive a little crazy. Not you, of course, just everybody around you. Um, We're going to start off this morning with uh, President Trump, former president of the United States, is uh, still talking about an indictment. Nothing happened this morning. Rumor is it may happen next weekend or next week now if it's going to. What's interesting about this story is people have been warning from comedians to pundits, People have been saying this is only going to make this president more popular. And it is. Poll numbers show that his numbers have gone up since this threat of indictment. The reason why is people see this as a partisan attack. I think most Americans on both sides of the political aisle would say if you break the law, you should pay the price. But. They feel as if if one side of the aisle goes after the other, it it causes uh, then it's like, where is the turnabout is good fair play. Now, does the left have to go after if if the let's say if the right goes after Joe Biden or Hunter Biden and all these questions about his uh, dealings with China and where did this money come from? If the Republicans open up an investigation into that, do you not believe that the people on the left side of the aisle are going to say this is just retribution for all the investigations? Investigations into Trump. This is just more politics as usual. Whether or not there is any foundation and truth to the accusations or to the evidence that shows there should be an investigation, this is American politics. But if you go all the way back to when uh, Trump became the President of the United States, for almost the entire four years of his term, Nancy Pelosi used at least two major committees the uh, Judiciary Committee and the Intelligence Committee to investigate the Trump and the president and it is exactly it was exactly what people suspected it was going to be a partisan hit job that produced nothing so what the people that think that the president should be in jail or former president should be in jail they believe that well he just keeps slipping out of it he's just slippery <clears throat> he just keeps getting lucky but he's guilty he's a criminal I've been on panels. I was on CNN for a long time. Trust me. I was the lone uh, Republican on that panel, it felt like at times. And they don't like him, and they want him gone, and they believe he's a criminal. They believe he belongs in prison. They have – now, again, if it was somebody on their side of the aisle, there's no evidence of this. There's no proof. This is just a hit job. They would echo the same things. But most Americans would say, especially if you're a person with power, if you've committed a crime, you should pay a price. But his poll numbers are going up. His poll numbers continue to climb and people on the left say, well, that just shows you how dumb Republicans are. No, what this shows you is when you appear to be martyring someone and they play the role of a martyr, people look at that and say, this is what's wrong with government. This isn't about Donald Trump for them. This is about the government using its power because they don't like somebody. That's one of Americans biggest fears is when somebody in power doesn't like them how they can target them. And this appears to be in many people's minds that what are the accusations against him? What are they looking at in New York? Something that possibly happened 6 or 7 years ago and a payoff to a porn star. What a shock, what a revelation. A billionaire was fooling around behind his wife's back with a with an adult film star, a porn actress. I don't think it's right at all. But is anybody, does anybody, if you're going to go to prison for that, Bill Clinton would have gotten a life sentence. So people are looking at this and saying, the guy lied about a payoff to a porn star so his wife didn't find out and neither did the voters and he's going to go to jail for that. You're going to indict him or are you indicting him because you hate him? Which is it here? So and how far does this go? So now I want you to hear a couple of these. These are New Yorkers. Uh, This is what the sentiment from some New Yorkers, man on the street, about what is going to happen with this case. My reaction to that is they won't hold anything on him. They already raided him before he gets out of it. He was a good president, honestly, way better than Sleepy Joe. So I didn't like him at first, but he, he gave us the truth as it was. So better off, I guess. That's one New Yorker. Now here's the other side. I hope he gets arrested and I hope he goes to prison. He's a cheat. I could go on indefinitely. And after having a fantastic president like Obama, who was statesman like, he was well respected, and then you put in a village idiot, it's just ridiculous. So again, you hear that sentiment. It isn't about charges. They hate him. I don't like him. He's the village idiot. He's a cheat. So he should go to prison. So here's another one. Let's go to one more.
1: I think it'd be great if the DA actually focused on real crime in Manhattan, like all the pot stores that have opened up, rather than something that may have happened seven years ago. I don't understand why we're still trying to find this guy guilty of stuff. It's been seven years. Nothing's going to come of it. Let's move on.
0: And that sounds like, of that, the least partisan of all three of those cuts you just heard was a guy that just said, let's go after real criminals. What are we doing here? What's going on? Now, again, I'm someone who believes in law and order. I've called out my own side of the aisle. When somebody on our side does something, I want to see them gone. When a police officer, as pro-law enforcement as I am, breaks the law, they need to be made an example of. They suffer bigger consequences because of their position. But the American people are speaking about this. And we are watching exactly what. And what's funny about this is the politi- the the staunchly political people on the left who really don't know anything about people on the right because they don't associate with people on the right very often. They have their own, they have their own picture of what uh, people on the right look like, and it's usually very ugly and scary, and they're racist and they're angry and they're they're you know January sixth and proud boys, and that's how they see the right. Generally speaking, they say. They this just proves that Republicans are idiots. I I was sitting on a panel on CNN a couple of weeks ago next to a woman who is a staunch Democrat right next to me on the panel like I wasn't even sitting there. And I – we were talking about this very topic and whether or not Republicans were going to follow him and we might have a president with an ankle bracelet on. I mean these are the things that are being said on this panel. And I said to the host, Allison Camerata, I said, Republicans aren't stupid. And the woman next to me could not stop herself. She rolled her eyes as if I was out of my mind. And I had to say it again. I looked at her and I said, Republicans are not stupid. And I went on to make my point. So if you're going to follow the narrative of people that just will follow Trump off a cliff, that's not true. There are people out there that I know in my party that I laugh at, and I'll tell you why. Because we have we have a kind of built ourselves as idealists. We don't follow people; we follow ideals. Now I'm not, and that's why I laugh at. There are people that will always make excuses for bad behavior. I'll tell you. Um, I felt like I've been very honest about this emotion. I felt like a, a kid caught up in a bad divorce between their parents. I voted for Trump twice, supported him as president of the United States. But I also had a phenomenal relationship and a, a great amount of respect and felt a very big sense of loss <clears throat> when John McCain died. So I was had my feet in both boats. And I felt like a kid saying to both of his parents, you need to stop hating each other. It's tearing me apart. What Trump said about people being captured... Any Republican that defended that, I laughed at. We are supposed to be the patriotic party of veterans. There is no, there are three groups of veterans that are held in the highest esteem in the veteran community. Medal of Honor recipients, the Code Talkers, and POWMIAs. When they walk into a room, there is a huge buzz among the veterans that they are in the room. And for a president to say more than once and to double down on not liking people that have been captured was a horrible thing to say. Voted for the guy twice. I'm defending things about him sometimes. But I'm not someone that has to blindly follow somebody as if I am criticizing Jesus if I say something negative about somebody. And you have this on both sides of the political aisle where if you're not with me, you're against me, and if you don't follow me in lockstep and if everything I do isn't wonderful, then you somehow are are disloyal – all of these people now that all of a sudden hate Ron DeSantis and believe all this nonsense about Ron DeSantis being this horrible person, it just it's laughable. The fact that when Matt Salmon ran for governor, people believed he was a Chinese spy and all this other nonsense. You know, you're talking about people that are good people, disagree with their politics, disagree with their positions, disagree with some of their actions. But to accuse them of being criminals because all of a sudden they're on the other side of an election from somebody you like is childish and inappropriate and what's happening here not me you're talking about just average new yorkers what are we doing move on maybe it happened seven years ago what are you doing and you're seeing his poll numbers go up people see this as a political hit job And I'm anxious to see how it all plays out. Coming up in a moment, what is ESG? The president uses his first veto and it outrages people on both sides of the aisle. What is ESG and how could it affect you? We'll get to it coming up in just a moment. and Strong Opinions, The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks so much for being here. What is ESG? What ESG is is Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance is what it's uh, called. The uh, the three-letter acronym, everything in government is a TLA or a three-letter acronym, and uh, that's what ESG is. The president protecting that, there was a bipartisan bill that passed, the president's veto uh, protects ESG when it comes to investing in people's retirement accounts. So here is Karen Travers from ABC News explaining why the president vetoed this legislation. President Biden has used his veto pen for the first time, rejecting legislation that would have prohibited retirement plans from considering climate change when making investment decisions. During the Trump administration, the Labor Department issued a rule banning considering environmental, social and governance factors, or ESG, in retirement account investments. Under this administration, the Labor Department rolled back that ban and Republican Republicans on Capitol Hill led an effort to reinstate it. The president said in a video posted on Twitter, he vetoed the bill because it would, quote, put at risk the retirement savings of individuals across the country. I just vetoed my first bill. This bill would risk your retirement savings by making it illegal to consider risk factors MAGA House Republicans don't like. Your plan manager should be able to protect your hard-earned savings whether Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene likes it or not, he said. Didn't take into account this had bipartisan support. Didn't take into account that there were Democrats that think that this is a wrong thing. So here's the issue for me on this. I've had this. I've been having this argument with a lot of people for a long time. Um, I don't think you are either or on the issue. I think you can be both and reasonable. I do not believe that the climate change advocates are reasonable. I don't think they're reasonable at all. I think this is a religion at some point that people that are invested in this. We are killing the planet as human beings and we are on the precipice of actual disaster. I have been hearing this my entire life. Now again I'm going to be I want to be I'm going to be defensive here for a moment. I am someone that cares deeply about the planet, especially where I live. I love the state of Arizona. If I see people littering or doing damage, I think it's horrible. I think that it is, it, it, it's is—it's a terrible thing to do. That doesn't mean that I believe I, that, that people are the cause of climate change and that our lives have to be severely altered. And if you look at the climate change scientists and the advocates, each generation is trained by the previous generation that was wrong the generation before. It goes back to the 1970s with the Great Freeze. I've talked about this so many times. I've watched them be wrong. And then every once in a while, they're right about something. And then that is the biggest beacon of, see, we told you this might happen. We're losing this. This is happening. And then something else goes the other way. I'll go back to October of last year. October of 2022. NOAA, the National Oceanic an atmospheric administration. It's the Department of Government that we look at for things in the weather like hurricanes and what the weather is going to be like. In October of last year, they said because of El Niña, look out your window today, by the way, that because of La Niña, that we are going to see drought and continue drought and dryness in the desert southwest and this continue oppressive drought. Look at how wet our winter has been. Not only were they a little wrong. They were absolutely 100 percent wrong, and that was October to February, never mind 10, 15, 20 years down the road, which is why people are concerned that when this kind of politics, when you're talking about climate change, and this is further proof that everything that this president does is through the prism of climate change. His very first veto is in defense of climate change. Um. Here's the latest report uh, that that just came out. Um, We are walking when we should be sprinting. Report charge escape from climate disaster. And that's we've been hearing this our whole lives. We knew about the Great Freeze in the 70s. We've heard about the hole in the ozone, and it was called global warming in the 90s, the inconvenient truth of Al Gore. If you're a real scientist and you're looking what people's predictions are, how accurate those predictions need to be, no one is right 100 percent of the time. But I will tell you this. If climate change um, advocates and scientists and predictors were held to the same standard that the people that put the betting lines in Vegas are they would have lost their jobs a long time ago that doesn't mean that i want a dirty planet but what it does mean is when people buy into this now you've got major corporations backed by the white house that are saying we're going to invest money based on climate data you don't think that's scary i do i do and so what how do you protect the average american if you're invested In a 401k through your company, if you have an account where somebody else is doing the investment and you don't really have much control over it other than you put money in and you can move some things around, should you be held to this? If the company you work for decides, no, we're going to go down this road with your retirement money. It's just a scary place for people to be. Believe what you want. But now this is forcing other people to believe like you do. And that, I think, is scary. What we're going to do in a moment, Gatos joins me. It's our Big Q poll question of the day, so please stick around for it. The Gatos Big Q poll question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos.
1: Ah, good morning. You know what? Today we're going to talk about your favorite topic and mine, climate change.
0: (laughs) I I just got done talking about it. Okay, what did you say about it? I talked about ESG. Is that what you're, is that the road you're going down? I don't know what that is. What okay, is ESG that? is environmentalism. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about governance. It's, it's about the president used his first veto to stop uh-huh. so that they would still be able to use ESG. In other words, consider climate change when investing in retirement accounts.
1: Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, it's incredible. I did see that U.N. climate report. I did. I saw I just, it too. Okay. Yep. All right. So let me read the question, and then we'll make fun of it. Okay. Uh, Experts on climate change say humanity is on thin ice, and that ice is melting fast. Mm -hmm. What do you make of the latest U.N. climate report? Mm -hmm. So I've got three options. A, Earth is in trouble. (laughs) B, we could do a better job as a society protecting our world, blah, blah, blah. Or climate change is bogus. So, you know, you and I have gone and we have talked about this uh, uh, a lot. Do you know that there's something, you know, that children
0: are experiencing climate anxiety? <laughs> have you heard about that? I have. I have. Actually, I, I, as a child, I also suffered from climate anxiety. Seriously, I did when I was a kid. I was terrified. Of what? Back in the seventies, when I was a little kid, it was about the global freeze. I lived in Northeast Ohio in a little town called Newberry, north of uh, in farm country, northeast of Cleveland. And all okay. those big storms would come down the Erie Canal from Buffalo, and they would just pummel Cleveland. And there was was it Newsweek magazine put out a story about the global freeze that the coming freeze was coming, and uh, so that we would ne- we wouldn't have enough of a thaw to grow crops, and everyone was going to starve. And I was oh, terrified gosh. we were going to starve. Oh. I was kid i was five. Yeah. Oh, geez didn't your mom say listen stop your whining uh, always yes okay <laughs> she said that about everything
1: i i i just every article i read that we're killing the planet i can find you another article and another study that says
0: we're not let me give you a great example October of this year, you know what NOAA is, right? The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration? Uh, I follow them on Twitter, of course. Okay, NOAA is who predicts hurricanes and weather patterns around the country. It's the official national organization. In October of last year, October of 2022, they said in the winter. of 2023 the desert southwest and southern california because of la nina were going to suffer immense drought conditions continuing <laughs> <laughs> and it was going to be an, an extremely dry winter oh god that was october to february
1: yeah uh it's rained all winter yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our records reservoirs no
1: <laughs> are full again. Yep. Uh, yeah. I just. I don't know, man. Of course, we could do a better job. Yes. You know, trying to protect the planet. Absolutely. I am. I am not into this global cl- climate.
0: Uh, I'm the man-made climate, climate part of it. The man that we are evil and we are the problems. I've never subscribed to that, or at least yeah. I haven't since I got a little older and understood it. Yeah, I'm going to go
1: and have a soda, and I'm going to throw the aluminum can in the garbage <laughs> with everything else just to protest
0: today. All right, and do your, do me a favor. Turn the gas stove on high. All the burners. Already, already on. All right. It's already on right now. I got it on. All right. Thanks, kiddos. See ya. All right. The big Q poll question today is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. I don't know why he makes me laugh so much, but he makes me laugh every morning. Uh, coming up just after nine o'clock, uh, is public opinion changing about crime and punishment in America? It is a great question. Wait until you hear about what one state is doing to answer their death penalty problems. That, along with new legislation, is showing that people are more concerned about crime. We'll talk about it next.